This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Sunsi Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. So happy to have you here. Today, we have a special conversation with Karen Maloney, and I'm so excited for you to hear everything that we talked about in this conversation about breaking through your limitations and realizing how much you really do have a choice in life. So stay tuned and enjoy. Hello, I'm here with Karen Maloney, who is an inside out coach, a soul awakener, and she has her podcast, which is Curiosity in Consciousness, and I'm so excited to have her here. So welcome, Karen. Oh, hello, Lindsay. Welcome. Um, thank you so much for, for having me. Your your voice is so soothing just there now. I was like, oh, I'm already drifting off into a space. Ah! Nice calm and connection. So it's a pleasure to be with you and with your audience. Same here. I was so excited to hear from you. I was like, oh, yes, we have to have her on. So I'm really excited to talk about everything we're going to talk about today. We're going to focus on how we have more choices than we really think we do. And you have an amazing journey that I'm so excited to hear more about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was quite a journey for me to wake up and remember that realization that yes we always have a choice no matter what and it's it's been super empowering since oh yes that is absolutely amazing and I just want us to get a little bit more familiar with you could you just share a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today yeah sure um I suppose for me, since I was very young, like as a child, I would say five or six, I always knew I wanted to do my own thing. And mm-hmm. I always felt really a bit different and curious about the world than a lot mm-hmm. of my other friends. And that kind of stayed with me as I was growing older and older. And, you know, I, I wasn't afraid to question the status quo. And I really had a lot of issues with education and especially when it came to like final exams before going to university and you know how they could Mm -hmm. dictate what I you know the person could or couldn't do and I remember feeling quite irritated and talking to my parents and I suppose I always had this but I wasn't rebellious in any way it was just Mm -hmm. it just didn't compute in my head I just couldn't comprehend why this was my only path so I suppose I always felt drawn to something else and you know, books and energy work and kind of all esoteric things came across my path very young as well. I loved going to the library and reading about other people's stories and how they Mm. shifted and changed. And that just really helped me in some way. It was like, okay, well, I know there's another way. I don't quite know what it is, but it's there. So that Mm -hmm. didn't, but when I say that though, that does not mean that I had it all figured out. I was clued in. I trusted fully. 
No, I felt for most of the time a lot of inner conflict. I had Mm -hmm. a younger childhood trauma that really made me shut down emotionally. I would say for a lot of my life, I was literally numb. You know, I was afraid Mm -hmm. to feel, feel safe to feel, to open up and to be myself. So, and as a result of that, I can see now that I became a total control freak and perfectionist. And I suppose that was mm-hmm. my way of trying to feel safe by mm-hmm. controlling everything on the outside. So obviously we cannot control everything on the outside, but, you know, I tried for years and years and years and again, unconscious because, you know, these are just survival mechanisms. It's only now mm-hmm. from, you know, doing the inner work and reflecting and actually pinpointing and seeing the different things that I can connect this journey, but I can absolutely share with everyone how completely unconscious it was. Even though I thought I was mm-hmm. very tuned in and connected mm-hmm. and with it, I was very oblivious to the subconscious and underlying beliefs that I was carrying that was actually driving everything. So just to say that as well, like it all sounds like I had it all together and I didn't not you know because mm-hmm. that that space I suppose it like I mentioned you know that sense of why didn't I want what everyone wanted left me with a lot of I would call it now inner conflict and mm-hmm. that need for constant perfectionism um mm-hmm. now I can look back and see I was so anxious I was highly anxious because I was mm-hmm. basically terrified to be myself I was trying to wow. keep up pretenses you know and it wasn't in an disingenuous way but it was just I felt so insecure in myself that I was afraid Mm -hmm. to truly express what I wanted or what I needed and all these kind of things so that was a whole kind of backstory and you know this these underlying beliefs I suppose that I carried didn't they didn't shift until 2016 when I was in a relationship and obviously you know because everything comes from within, you know, maybe I didn't Mm -hmm. attract the best person in the first place, but, you know, I thought it was it. And for the first time in my life, I really felt like so connected, could be so open and vulnerable with another person. And Mm -hmm. we were living together, we'd moved abroad. And I was at home in Ireland on a holiday, a short visit. And next thing one day, I, long story short, I got an email from him just saying, I can't do this anymore. I'm breaking up with you. He wasn't from Ireland. He said he'd gone back to his home country and he would have all my stuff shipped back from where we were living. (gasps) So, yeah, that was in like March 2016. And to say, and he had been going through some difficulties, but to Mm -hmm. say that it was a shock and a trauma would be an understatement. Mm -hmm. You know, in that split second, my world Mm -hmm collapsed like mm-hmm. one million percent and the worst part about it was I've never heard from him since he mm, so no closure no he had switched off his phone I couldn't connect him yeah he had wrote back to his email but he never replied so that was mm. you know but I didn't realize that extent till a couple of months down the road but you know to say that that was just a shock all I can remember at the time was I just literally felt like I had been obliterated into a billion pieces and the Mm -hmm. thing obviously automatically we go into victim what did I do Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have done this I shouldn't have said that why did I do this what did I miss was it all my fault you know we go straight into victim mode and taking all that responsibility ourselves and Mm -hmm. I was just in a few days of just that 
I mean, I was just stuck to the bed, hysterics crying, like I just could not breathe mm. from all the crying and my head going, you know, a million miles an hour trying to compute it, trying to go through every little tiny detail and see what did I miss, what happened and all these kind of things. And like that, it was pretty quick. I it was a couple of days. And I remember the story that I was telling myself at that time as well in those initial days was I'll never be able to rebuild my life. I will never be mm. able to rebuild my life. You know, that's it. That's all that mm -hmm. was going through my head as well because mm. you know, I was writing myself off at like 33 because obviously leaving to move abroad, I had quit my job. I'd sold my car. I cancelled all my bills because we were going for mm. a couple of years at least. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, over there I hadn't been working yet. So I burned through my savings. Mm. Obviously, we'd packed up everything. You know, I donated so many clothes. I did a massive clear out shipped everything mm. off so you know that was the story that I was just like there's no way I'll ever be able to rebuild my life I'll never have the opportunity you know to get savings again to meet someone to have mm. a chance to get married all these kind of things going through my head and mm -hmm. then one day in the midst of another crying fit like another hysterics just all of a sudden this immense immense serenity is all I can call it just came over me it just washed nearly from like the top of my head the whole way down to my feet and was just and I remember initially going whoa this is weird I was just bawling my eyes out crying mm -hmm. and next thing all of a sudden I just heard a voice and I was like okay Karen you have two choices here you stay exactly as you are miserable not talking to anyone crying you know not mm -hmm. eating going driving yourself insane going through a million own questions or mm -hmm. You accept this as your reality and you move forward. And I was like, oh, my God. It was like in that instant, I just had such clarity. And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This has happened. I can drive myself insane. I can ask as many questions as I want of myself. But this has happened. I can't unhappen it. And in that moment, mm -hmm. I accepted it and everything changed. And it didn't say mean to say that everything was easy breezy from then on in. No. Right. But. I was awake. I was conscious. I was like, hey, this is still my life. I don't have to destroy myself. Yes, I need mm -hmm. to deal with the emotional side of it. And when those emotions rise, and I used to get panics of huge fear and panic, because again, that old story of, well, I'll never have time. But when it would rise for the first time in my life as well, I could say I, w I opened up to feeling. I just allowed myself to feel the full force of it. And then it passed. Mm -hmm. And then I was back to, oh. And after a few months, I realized... I really saw, I was like, wow, this only hurts me when I remember to think about it. Mm, mm -hmm. Because when I'm present and continuing my life and, you know, doing things that find joy and being grateful, I'm not thinking about it. And that's mm -hmm. why, you know, the, just that power of choice just really became so blindingly and blatantly obvious to me because it was my choice to focus on it the whole time and think about it. And then obviously I would feel miserable upset you know feeling like you know what's the point or I can focus mm -hmm. on other things things that light me up things that I do appreciate other people in my life so yeah it was it was huge and since then it's just been a journey oh yeah absolutely and I believe relationships kind of you know they're very in the beginning, it's all lovely, right? <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, and it's, it's not to say that there aren't lovely relationships. I just, what I've learned over time is that 
you know, um, we go through different identities. Mm. And when we attach ourselves to another person, it's something in their identity that we're also attaching ourselves to. And the more and more we invest ourselves in being whoever we are to this person becomes a part of our own ego. Mm -hmm. So when that ends, especially something so drastically, when you haven't had time to even start to transition or shift your perspective or anything, it, it, it you literally go through an ego death. A part of your identity literally disintegrates mm -hmm. and it dies. And that's why it just feels so painful. Mm -hmm. um, so that it, it's, it happens to us all, but we always have the rebirth to come back, to have that chance to be the new uh, person or new identity we want to be. Mm. And I, I see it's what you've done. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And to be honest, life is constant death and rebirths. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the more all the we... time we die all yeah. the, every day. <laughs> well, there's a saying as well that the secret to living is learning to die before you die. And the more that mm. we can die, that's to our own ego, to our identity, to our attachments, yes. to, you know, um, old stories of ourselves, you know, to expectations, mm -hmm. to how we should be, to how we want to be. Mm -hmm. Like when we can, the more that we can die to it all, again, I just love that we can, we can choose and we can be reborn how we want to be. And that is a moment to moment choice sometimes. And it's the most mm -hmm. beautiful journey. But again, it can be difficult for people because, you know, it's, it's, it's trusting and it's being in that mm -hmm. space of presence and it's getting out of the old stories and it's moving out of victimhood and it's taking responsibility for your life. And, you know, I can say that 1 million percent from my own journey, because when I look back, you know, there were moments where I was I could say there was a lot of emotional abuse, as in mm -hmm. he was in such a bad place. I was shutting down as well because I could not have a conversation if I wanted to talk mm -hmm. about something with him. Even if it was like, oh, well, we go to the park at the weekend. We were in a new country. I had mm -hmm. to tiptoe tip around eggshells around him, say something, mm. gauge the reaction to see mm, maybe it's something I could suggest or it'll go mm. down like a lead balloon. So I can look back mm. now and see... <laughs> That is not a way to live. Like when we yeah. get honest with ourselves, there are always flags. There are always markers. Mm -hmm. There are always inner nudges. But again, mm -hmm. I was so not connected to myself. I was so fearful that I may not get another chance that. Mm. And again, this is all subconscious, but I was telling oh, myself, yeah. you know, oh, it'll be fine. He'll come back to himself. Whereas now I have so much love and respect for myself that I would never tolerate that anymore because again mm -hmm. we get what we tolerate so this is the yes. journey of coming back to ourselves and going within and that's why I work as an inside out coach because if we don't get really really honest with ourselves and I've discovered it's mm -hmm. the hardest person to get honest with because mm -hmm. we actually know we know but we're terrified to go with it or acknowledge whatever truth it yes. is so it is so important and it, it's such a fertile learning ground as well like it was so traumatic, but I'm so grateful that the universe stepped in and had it happen the way it mm -hmm. happened because I, I rolled with it. I took the lessons and I didn't allow it to knock me, but I allowed mm -hmm. it to come back to me because I realized as well in that moment of realizing I had a choice, so many insights came through. And like that, mm -hmm. I had read all the books growing up. I had read all the mm -hmm. books, but and I got them all cognitively, but I 
did not comprehend them or embody them. And that's the difference. I was not living Mm. the experiences of the things I was reading or putting into practice Mm -hmm. the things I was reading. But when this happened, I felt like, okay, now is my time to walk my talk. Now is the time that everything I have read, I need to put into action. And I did. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of myself for that. But that piece of getting honest with ourselves and it's it's true we truly cannot have a relationship with any other person or thing until we we get right the relationship with ourselves because everything stems from that so you know there's there's so much to it now now I can see you know because like I mentioned the relationships are really fertile ground for growth Mm. But you have to have two conscious people who are willing to do the work because Mm -hmm. we mirror to each other different things. But if we're not willing to do the work to get honest, to take responsibility, well, then it's just going to spiral into that resentment and kind of silent, you know, playing games against each other and all that kind of crap. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll just have an ego mate at that point. (laughs) You just you know, looking for someone to confirm a belief you want to have about yourself or justify or, ver- you know, validate you um, mm. instead of just really connecting to a spirit, you know, and then you're butting heads all the time and, and you know, you're not intentionally doing that, but yeah. that's just what happens when you're, you're like kind of seeing things through that filter and it took me so long to get that I think I got that like yesterday (laughs) I I still have to remind myself at times you know because we forget you know I think that's the human predicament you know we do forget that we are a spirit connected to a body we are not just a physical body and the more focused and concentrated we are on our physical body on our thoughts on our emotions on the physical material world the more Mm -hmm. we will suffer because it is so limited. And that's part of the death process. It is dying to that physicality and opening Mm -hmm. up to something so much more, so much bigger. And when you do, you will feel the world a difference, you know, and that's, that's what it's all about. Exactly. And, you know, it really hit me the other day when I realized, like, if you just take away your entire identity, whatever that means to you, mm-hmm. your name, everything that you identify with, what's left, yeah. and you you realize it's just infinite energy, and and realizing that the energy that was behind creating your entire body was obviously there before you had a body, and it hasn't stopped. Yeah, it's still going. That's crazy to me. <laughs> totally. It's a really curious question to ask people. Sometimes, you know, if I work with clients and, you know, because we're all stuck in our stories, we're all stuck yes. in our own little drama and pity party until we mm-hmm. decide to move beyond it and until we decide to do the inner work. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes if you ask people, just like you mentioned, you know, okay, so imagining for a second, you even if you had a millisecond or five seconds of a break from the whirring thoughts, the identity, the stories, the drama, everything. If all that just paused for even the briefest second, Mm -hmm. would you still exist? Right. You know, and sometimes when they hear that, they're like, oh, yeah, actually, (laughs) I would. (laughs) But then feel into that. Well, how would you exist? You would just be present. You would just be 
be you know yeah. without all the past stories and dramas and mm-hmm. replay because again that's that's the key to living fully as well is being okay with being present and mm-hmm. that takes a while for our brain because our brain just the way it's wired when you yes. look into neuroscience it, it needs to attach onto something to feel safe so right. that's part of the journey as well as coming out of that fear-based or old past story-based reactions to Mm -hmm. getting stable and confident and calm with being okay with whatever happens. Exactly. Yeah. But that comes from the inner work in getting ourselves stable to actually be okay, being okay with what happens, just being with what is. And that's the thing, like situations happen all the time. It's a part of life. Mm -hmm. But They're fine. Once we can just be with the situation without the narrative, because it's the narrative that we add that hurts us so much Mm -hmm. more. Like I had that insight, you know, a couple of months after that event, I'm like, wow, this only hurts me when I remember to think about it. Mm -hmm. That's huge. We hurt Mm -hmm. ourselves consistently. We add so much extra suffering onto ourselves through constant thinking of old stories, old thoughts, replaying old scenarios. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what is the, um, because it's kind of like in a subconscious way, it's almost like a punishment in a way of like a, like a self-sabotage or a punishment Mm -hmm. to, to harm yourself in a way. You're not thinking of it that way, kind of maybe something just triggers or, or comes up, but I wonder what, what thought leads you to, thinking of something that brings the pain or are we just do you think we're just wired that we just we're so triggered based that whenever something reminds us of it mm. whether it's a smell or a place or someone looks like the other person or something that it just triggers us do you think it's that or do you think it's maybe a thought pattern well or both? it's a couple of things <laughs> I think more than anything it's our subconscious mind which mm-hmm. is our body for want of a better word Everything, everything, everything is held cellularly within our subconscious mind. Yes. They say our subconscious mind has, it's like a mind of a five or six year old. Every single thing goes in verbatim. It is taken Mm. as truth. So, and this is where, so, and our thoughts, our thoughts are an instant manifestation of our subconscious beliefs. So say, mm. for example, and we all hold subconscious beliefs. So that's why sometimes if right. you're affirming something like, oh, I want to be, I'm really rich now. I have loads of money. You know, a subconscious yeah. belief is going to trump a thought every single time. That's mm. why you have to go within. And that's why, and believe yes. me, I was the person who was like, no, I actually feel really worthy and deserving or whatever. I feel really <laughs> good. But clearly yes. I had a subconscious, but my, my 3D world was not showing me that so Mm -hmm. clearly you know cognitively I felt it but there was a deeper Mm -hmm. subconscious belief so our thoughts are like an instant manifestation of what's going on inside of us so say for example you know and a way to get curious about what beliefs you may be holding because there's so many different beliefs but say for a Mm person for example if a person is constantly thinking like oh, everything's always so hard. Why do I always have to struggle so much? Why are things always so difficult for me? Mm -hmm. Why don't things work out for me? You know, whatever these kind of thoughts are, these constant repetitive stories. Well, you know, I would suggest someone writing out the thoughts 
and just looking at them and then getting curious and going, well, what could be the belief beneath these that is driving these? And for something Mm -hmm. like that, it could be, well, I actually don't believe that I'm worthy and deserving of what I truly desire. Mm -hmm. You know, so Mm -hmm. if we're not getting to the lower level and everybody, 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 everybody has subconscious limiting beliefs. We don't have mm-hmm. to have gone through any massive trauma. It's just, right. it's because before the age of seven, our brain is nearly like in theta brainwaves. So if mm-hmm. you're being hypnotized, that is theta. We do not have a the, the beta brain, the thinking critical brain before the mm-hmm. age of seven. So that means we are moving through life subliminally being programmed by every single mm-hmm. thing you know what you see yes. explicitly implicitly through family peers parents siblings education society religion we're we're all just being programmed so we yes. all have limiting beliefs and i'm not saying that's all bad because our subconscious mind is so powerful that's it's you know such a useful tool like we don't have to consciously think every time I go into the shower oh god what do I do now again I don't have to think through oh I have to turn it on I have to protect the shampoo we do it automatically same with driving a car same with tying our shoelaces you know we can work on autopilot for want of a better word but when Mm -hmm. we have limiting beliefs in there they're also going on autopilot and they will sabotage Mm -hmm. everything until we go in and change them Yes, yes, absolutely. I completely resonate with everything you just said. And I think the part that makes it, well, I think the the bright side of it is that there's more of an awakening around Mm. this narrative. So hopefully we're able to catch people that are even younger to be able to shift that sub, you know that subconscious programming but for someone who's much older who's kind of been in this like this really bad channel this really bad network that they've been programmed in what would you what advice would you give to someone who's had maybe like 30 40 50 years of just bad programming it's mm-hmm. it seems like it might be more difficult to try to I mean the same process is to start with with going in deeply but it seems like it would be a little tougher the older you might be yeah well personally I don't think so in one sense and then another sense yes (laughs) but again it comes down no but honestly it comes down to the individual and their mindset because it's true for me honestly like even for me you know my 30s starting to do this inner work I still had decades Mm -hmm. of this programming. So it doesn't change overnight. We all need to have patience and compassion with ourselves as we Mm -hmm. make that shift. But as I say, it doesn't matter what your age is. Anything Mm -hmm. is absolutely possible for anybody. But again, Mm -hmm. it's, it's us who has to do the work. We have to take action. We have to become disciplined and commit to want to feel a better way for ourselves to push through the resistance, to push through the fear, to keep going when you don't want to keep going. Because again, Mm -hmm. that's a leap we all have to make. Because again, the way our brain is programmed, it will keep us, try to keep us in the familiar, no matter how detrimental that is to us. So we have all these ideas. We want, that's why 
you know, willpower and motivation, they're not lasting. That's why you have to build the discipline, the practice, the consistency. That's the only way we get there. That's the only way I got there. And believe me, still some days it's consistency. There's days I don't want to, you know, shift my thinking. I don't want to focus on the positive. I don't want to do my exercise or whatever it is. But I don't renege on myself because I know the other option. And that's a life of suffering. And, you know, it's just not nice. Whereas I just feel free and at ease and at peace within myself and so loving and joyful that it's like it is so worth it. And it gets easier. But no matter what your age, it is absolutely possible. But you have to be willing to commit to yourself. You know, you have to be willing to take the action. And again, it's not that it's difficult, you know. Through seeing a subconscious belief, the awareness Mm -hmm. of it in and of itself is huge. It's like, wow, you know, once you can have that insight, it can shift Mm -hmm. instantly and you can start rewiring. But I always use the analogy as well of a train. You know, when a train is going down a track at full speed, it is Mm -hmm. throttling along. Like to actually stop it is dangerous. The whole thing will buckle. That train needs to slow down gradually, gradually, gradually. We're the same with our decade long subconscious programming and beliefs and patterns and living life on Mm -hmm. autopilot. We have to Mm -hmm. take it gently and be that's the patience and the compassion with slowing down. And that's for us, it's coming out of that constant stress environment Mm -hmm. we're we're all wired for stress so we have to learn to Mm -hmm. calm our nervous system to feel safe in our body to come back to our body to not live in our Mm -hmm. mind and that's a gradual slowing down and next thing once you get there and you're feeling a bit stable it's like oh okay now I can take off in a new direction and you start building Mm -hmm. slowly and next thing you're like that train when it takes off again It, it doesn't take off full speed It takes time to build up. And next thing, it's throttling along again. And we're the same. Next thing, we're flying along with our new beliefs that are empowering. They become second nature. They become our Mm -hmm. new wiring. Literally, we wire Mm -hmm. new neural pathways in our brain. So they Mm -hmm. are our second nature. And the more we do that, we're constantly elevating our baseline frequency, our baseline energy within us from fear because I believe we all have to shift out of that fear, that ego, that over identity controlling sense, yes. that, that masculine energy, that living at level of mind, which I was 1 million percent there to mm-hmm. more into trust and allowing life to show you what is right for you. You know, mm-hmm. listening to your intuitive gut to know what is right for you, because every single one of us is the best authority over ourselves. Nobody else can tell us better than ourselves. But again, we're taught this kind of helplessness by society that it's like, oh no, I don't don't know anything about me. You need to tell me. And that's, I just, I don't agree with that model. And you know, Mm -hmm. the way I work as well, I believe any coaches or healers or people in that capacity have done the work is to -hmm. put the power back in the individual's hands. It is to wake them up to their own power. Yes. Yes. And that can happen at any age. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because the thing is, is that we are, we're programmed every day, every mm-hmm. experience, every person, every song, every friend, every partner, lover, everything is programming you. Yeah. However, um, you have to be the one to say, is this the programming that I want? Mm-hmm. Is this the correct, you know, belief system that I want? Is this the um, 
the, the people that I want to to be around. And I think that it can be everything is possible, but I think it can be challenging when your family unit, let's say you're mm-hmm. very anchored in your family and you're not on the end where you are the child that naturally will leave <laughs> mm-hmm. and transition into your own life. But let's let's say you're the father that has to hold the family together. Um, and as time passes on, you will kind of anchor yourself in wh- whatever you're in. And you might be secure in this unhealthy way of living. Mm-hmm. This, um, you know, maybe the, the family has, has this mindset of, of an unhealthy lifestyle, even if it doesn't serve them. Yeah. But in that setting, they feel very secure. Yeah. It's only when something comes in to challenge that belief that it's like, oh, I feel insecure mm-hmm. about it or something's happening or now my health is declining. So I do believe that life always comes in to to challenge and to bring trauma so that we can change. Yeah. Um, it's just up to you to decide, do you want to change? Yeah. You know, that's, that's the that's the key. Do you want yeah. to change? Do you want a better you know, life than what you have now? That's exactly it. But, you know, a lot of people don't think that way, as in if, yeah. if challenges happen and trauma like happened to me when, you know, that email came through, I initially went into victimhood. Why me? Yep. This is so unfair. What did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Da, da, da. So it's the exact same. People mm-hmm. go straight into that feeling like a victim, like life is out to get me. You know, I don't deserve this illness or disease or whatever it is, whereas there's always something nothing comes out of thin air and even when it Mm -hmm. comes to illness you know all the signs the symptoms the nudges that we ignore for so long I don't look at at illness as as a bad thing you know it's it's our Mm -hmm. body crying for help because our body is so unbelievably intelligent it is always trying to keep us in homeostasis balanced Mm -hmm. it is doing so many things for us that we don't even have to be conscious of and Mm -hmm. It's always trying to be in health. It's always aiming for health. But when we are not supporting ourselves, and this is why we can get away with it for so long, because our body is so good at what it does, we can have really bad habits, eating patterns, drinking, whatever, for decades before anything will show up. And then next thing people are like, why me? And I learned this as well, you know, through (laughs) my dad. I unfortunately lost my dad through cancer. It'll be 10 years ago this summer. Mm-hmm. And from then, you know, because I, I even remember when he got the diagnosis, it was just like, it was just instant. It was like this constant fear of, no, you need surgery now, then you need radiation and chemo or you need radiation, chemo, surgery, like now, 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 now. And mm-hmm. I even remember my dad, he was like, we're kind of like, can we have a minute? But they kind of didn't give us any time. And my dad was a bit like, God, I remember reading something about carrot juice before and things like this, but literally didn't go that route because it was like the the system would make you believe that you don't have time exactly. so we went the route and you know the unfortunate happened but again mm. it sent me on such a deep dive into healthcare into medicine into illness mm-hmm. into all these things and actually illness is five percent genetic it is 95% environment. That is your lifestyle, what you're eating, what you're drinking. But some people, they're like, no, that's that's whack. And it's like, no, it's not. It's it's how you were living. Um, so 
you know, having having that insight and again, taking that responsibility to make the shifts going, Mm -hmm. I know this truth, but, and I know how I've been and I know it doesn't serve me. I know it makes me feel crap, but again, it's, it's familiar to us. So our brain will keep us there, but it's, it's moving through that resistance anyway to do mm-hmm. or try something new and to build it in consistently because when you do make the shift believe me you will never look back all the money in the world you would not make me go back to how I mm-hmm. used to feel and live internally oh, yeah oh yeah I completely agree with that yeah. you, you should only be moving forward and the thing is is that like oh we're always moving like our energy is always moving where it's always never turns off there's no battery in anything in the whole world that can replicate the energy of organic matter right so when i when i realized that and we have to understand if we understand from that standpoint of how that energy works then we can better uh, take responsibility and accountability to um, work with that energy, to not stay stagnant, to keep moving, to stay progressive. Because when you stop, you actually go backward to start regressing because it's life is always moving forward. Well, like they um, say, the only constant in life is change. Is change. And, you yeah, know, absolutely. Everything is constantly in flux and change. And I think a lot of people over the last year with the pandemic and everything have woken up to that because, mm-hmm. again, you know, we tend to live without an awakening or a previous traumatic exp- experience. We tend to live thinking, oh, this is it. This is my plan. This is my life. This is my job. I'm going to get this promotion, get this career, you know, da, da, da. And this is my step. I'll retire at this age. Then I'll do this. Then I'll travel. Then I'll do all these things. And Mm -hmm. for pretty much the world, that was all gone that like in an instant. And I suppose, you know, that's Mm -hmm. what I learned as well, that anything can change in a second. Everything is always changing in a second, actually, you know, but it looks so stable that we don't see it or we don't want to see it. So again, it's about, you know, getting comfortable, clearing ourselves out of that or fear-based stressful way of living and coming back to our center and stabilizing in that and you know it comes back to and even like you're saying there as well about nature and you know organic food our nature provides everything you know we are nature and it has everything for us and, mm-hmm. you, you know, nutritionally and even energetically standing outside with your bare feet in the ground, you know, you are literally grounding, you are literally exchanging electrons and calming your nervous system. Like it's just, it's, it's mind opening when you, when you delve into it, you're like, oh, wow, yes, there's so much available to us that is more natural to us than some other options but again it's us making the mindset shifts to allow that to be our truth exactly and i and i understand um how people can get into that trap because there are others that are trying to program you to believe that uh, that doesn't work or you need something more powerful or whatever the case may be, you have to just just take a moment and realize we are made of the earth. 
Mm-hmm. Everything that is a part of our body is it's it's a part of the earth. <laughs> Every our bones is made of you know these minerals. We're made of the earth. So why would so many unnatural things work with the natural source? But we 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 if we give our power away to believe that that is the truth, then that does become our reality. And, you know, you, we overcomplicate things sometimes I feel, (laughs) but it's just like, just, just stop for a moment and just come back to center and you'll realize how much you really are just right where you're supposed to be. Just stop giving your power away. Yeah. And like that, when you say, when, when we do the work and slow down and come back to ourselves, we actually Mm -hmm. see how asleep we've been. Like, yes, we're actually like the walking dead going through life. We're, Zombies. We're sleepwalking Completely. through life until we mm-hmm. wake up, you know, and it's like the cliche of like, there's actually no better word, but we literally wake up. We, we see beyond just the physicality of things, you know, and we connect mm-hmm. back to that higher picture, that higher truth of nature, the earth, the universe. Like, you know, when mm-hmm. you think about it, we're in a spinning ball in space. Like, mm-hmm. come on people, <laughs> you know? expand like don't be so afraid but again this is the curiosity led journey because Mm -hmm. it's we're like you mentioned you we are so programmed that to think outside of that is like scary Mm -hmm. but it's the more that you can trust or follow your own truth or intuition or nudges or what feels right for you no matter what anyone says and you know start with small steps even if it's like say no, when you normally say yes, even though you don't want to say yes, some small steps that each person can follow that is their own internal guidance, even if it is whatever, someone saying eat this and you really don't want to or take this and it doesn't feel right for you. Trusting Mm -hmm. yourself, following what's true for you, that's the way to get there. Because when we take the small steps and we follow And next thing we see, oh my God, it actually all worked out. It was totally okay. And then we do it again and we do it again and we do it again and we do it again. Then we build full trust in ourselves, in our guidance, which is not just us. It is coming from source, from the universe. Then we live completely differently as well. But we can't get to that space without moving out of the fear-based thought system that we are taught to grow up with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we come in the world with that um, energy. Um, But what I am happy about is that we do have that power of creating our reality, even the fact that we have the internet right now that was created by man, you know, like we, we have so much capability, so much power that it's literally changed changes our entire reality of how we go through life and our world is only becoming smaller now you know if you were to go back 15 20 years ago none of this would be possible to be able to learn so much from others and I love it because I mean yeah it's you know it's not it's not um it's not the greatest it's not 100 percent you know rainbows and unicorns but there is a, a there's a lot of goodness that comes with being able to connect and network with so many people all over the world and see how other people are functioning 
and realize how similar we actually are (laughs) Um, and how we still all go through the same experiences, no matter what location you're in. Yeah, it's so true. And that was something I learned from my years and years of backpacking, that no matter where I went, what people I was working, you know, either traveling with or meeting locally and of Mm -hmm. all different races, ethnicities, like backgrounds, religious cultures, Um, financial status, all those kind of things. And my mind was always just blown. I'm like, wow, they're all just the same as me. It doesn't matter where you're from, what you have, how much money you don't like. When we're sitting around a table talking, I'm like, oh, we're all just the same. But as well, what Mm -hmm. you like, I totally live with the faith and the higher perspective that there is a divine perfect order to everything. And again, once we, it's like, I think Deepak Chopra said in his book, um, metahuman he had a line there that says when you wake up to reality you're faced with the mystery of existence and I find mm-hmm. I walk around like awe inspired by even mm-hmm. if I look at a massive building or a bridge you know I'm like that is so complex who thought or who came up with the idea or who yes. was could think that how to put it all together so it'd stay stable like everything I even when yeah. it comes down to a small thing like a cup I'm like who how who decided or started playing around with what different materials to make this you know um cup that I'm drinking out of like yeah we our world is mind-blowing it is awe-inspiring yes. we are creators we're creators yes. full stop we are creators yes. full stop we came here to create we are creators but again we do that unconsciously or when we wake up, we do that consciously because we're here to create. Mm-hmm. We're here to create and experience it all. And we're here to create and we're constantly creating. And if you think mm, I'm not creating, just look at your life. That is your creation. Oh, yeah. We are yes. manifestors and creating 24 seven. It does not stop. Mm-hmm. But again, it's are you directing the process or are you asleep and just at the mercy of the process? And that's mm. the question for all of us. Yes, I love that. I love that. I think we have to keep that perspective. Like we create our reality, but then sometimes we trap ourselves in it. You made it. (laughs) It's like, oh, I don't have enough money. You made it up. (laughs) We made up the concept of money. We're like, I don't have this car. We made like someone created that car. Someone Mm -hmm. created that airplane. Someone created those houses. Um, and and that is the part that is so fascinating and beautiful all at the same time that it's like, just focus on that. Focus on the fact that we have so many capabilities mm-hmm. to create the life we want and not trap ourselves in not having the life that we want. Yeah. And again, it mm-hmm. all comes down to our beliefs and what we think is possible. And was it exactly. Gandhi who said, you know, it's it's only not possible until it's possible or something like that and right that, that's the truth right. like those people who create all these wonderful like whether the internet or laptops or you know big technologies that we use nowadays or the the light bulb or whatever it is you know those people didn't come who can't remember who's the light bulb again was that edison but it was something Edison, yeah, yeah. 
he something like he attempted 10,000 times. Like oh, yeah. he just didn't come mm-hmm. in with the natural gift, but he had a curiosity and a belief that this is possible. I can do this. And he didn't give up. And we're all exactly, exactly the same. We have the potential to create whatever we want. It is not limited. It is only limited by our own thinking and our own beliefs. They are the only exactly. limits. Full stop doesn't you can talk about it. but Karen you, you don't know my finance situation I don't have the money it doesn't matter it does not matter it does not matter it does not matter circumstances do not matter it's all mm-hmm. about where we put our attention our focus and what we believe is possible what we believe mm-hmm. we're capable of doing because believe me when you get into that space of complete trust and faith and belief the universe conspires to support you you will see yes what you are yes. believing and aiming to achieve. It, it cannot be any other way. Yeah, it's it's natural law. That's how it works. But again, you know, but again, this is why these conversations are so important because we're not taught this in mainstream school. You know, these are not the gifts that you're enlightened with throughout school. You know, as I learned, and this is the self-education process. This is the self-responsibility process. This is, I am a conscious creator. This is my life. And I want to enjoy it and create whatever I want and not get stuck in the drama and the stories. Yes, there's always drama. Yes, there's always challenges. Yes, there's always difficulties. But it's what is the situation? What do I need to move through? And where can I shift my focus? Where do I want to go? That's why when we don't have a vision or an aim for ourselves, we're, we're just stuck in the mess and the drama because mm-hmm. we, we can't see beyond it. We've nothing to aim for beyond it. So always to hold a vision is so super important and you don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about the high at the how just have that vision believe in it and follow little steps that show up and it will unfold however it's meant to unfold for you Mm -hmm. absolutely i love that Uh, (laughs) i loved this conversation you're so so good i know that your clients love you and they achieve amazing results when they work with you oh it's um Honestly, I sometimes have to pinch myself. It's such a privilege to be able to guide someone through mm-hmm. that transition in themselves. Like, yes. uh, like I always tell them as well, I'm like, I cannot do the work for you, but I promise you it is worth every tear, every anathan, every difficulty, every time you want to give up because what's lying on the other side is so worth it. Oh, Yes. Yes, it's like, please just just trust me, just trust me. Yeah. But also, it, it's difficult. And I, I've had to go it through is. my own learning process because, you know, years ago when I first, or years ago, my whole life, when I started learning these things, I'd be like <laughs> telling people, I'm like, oh my God, you have to read this, you have to do that. And oh my God, this, that and the other. And I just ended up getting more stressed out myself because not everyone wants to listen. Not everyone wants to take responsibility. Right. And it's it's really hard sometimes, especially when there are people really close to you. But now, yes. and that's, uh, again, in my own journey, becoming accepting of everyone else's journey as well and where they're at. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not yep. here to preach. I'm not here to force. But if someone is ready and wants to make the shifts and do the work, well, then I can be a guide. But other than that, I don't, I don't try and convince. I share through my own you know, networks and things like that, but to people who aren't interested, because I just saved myself the the stress and anxiety. Oh, yeah. I learned the hard yeah. way. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I understand that as well. And it's like, please, I know your life could be better, but it's like, hey, that's our 
perception, right? That's what we, we kind of project that we feel we feel we know that they could be better, but we're Mm -hmm. not in their reality. They feel, they may feel like they're in a space that they have reached a higher level, even though to us, it may not seem like that, but we don't know where they were prior to that. So they may feel like, you don't, you really don't understand. (laughs) I know you just met me today, but years ago I was in a really, really bad spot. So it is important to just accept everyone where they are and just know that when they're called in your direction that you're on an alignment. Yeah. And you know, like Mm -hmm. that, especially if it's, you know, within families or a parent and a mm-hmm. suffering child or something like that, you know, you obviously want to do the best oh, for yes, them. Yes, but again, right. you know, it's the higher perspective as well that everyone has a soul's journey. And I don't mm-hmm. know what any soul came in here to experience. So the exactly. best, that's why it's so important as well that we do our own inner work to clear ourselves of these expectations or allowing ourselves to get really angry and frustrated and hurt by someone else's decisions. We, mm-hmm get stable in ourselves so we can just be there for pure unconditional love exactly because that's what they need more than anything instead of getting into the anger and the frustration and the you should do this please do this and begging and pleading and believe me i know i've been in a situation similar i know how hard it is but the best thing we can do is just stay stable and just be a constant source of love for them that's why it is so important that we do our own work Yes, and to stay consistent mm-hmm. um, and just to keep going and to keep, you know, learning because yeah. I, I swear, like, everything that I've learned this year in comparison to what I felt I learned years before is, like, <laughs> 180. I'm like, I knew nothing. And I know next year I'm going to look back like, I knew nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm the exact but, same. But Always a student. And, just... Yeah, time. Even some days. I feel within a day I might have such heightened oh, yeah. insights and clarities that it's mm-hmm. like, whoa and even you know the last couple of months I feel like I've just gone through levels again and like Mm -hmm. that years ago I I remember I wrote a blog actually on my website years ago now because I felt like I had just hit such a level and I called it up leveling but now when I look Mm -hmm. back I'm like oh my god I've just skyrocketed since then and that's the thing there is no limit there is no limit to expanding our consciousness it's infinite it is infinite and that's why it becomes a really enjoyable ride yes absolutely and to keep the perspective that every new path you take every new decision every new way of thinking is altering your entire generation belief yeah that's that's the most powerful thing so i know that we strive to like like yes I am the master of my life (laughs) but just just even if you take one small direction or just learning something different that goes against what your whole generations past Mm -hmm. you knew is a huge advancement because now the generations after you are not going to have that same limited belief Mm -hmm. that you carried that word that stopped with you and I think if we could just do one thing, just one thing, you know, you know, whatever, you don't have to be like this super guru master of yeah. the universe. Just, just one thing would make a world of a difference. Totally, because that is the truth. You know, everything is passed on generationally and ancestrally, and we pass on as well. So, um, mm-hmm. but also as well, just I don't know, maybe to close the conversation as well. But it's like 
comes back to as well, you know, yes, we're all limiting beliefs were passed on to us from different people, society, religion, whatever. But I always believe as well in the higher truth that everyone is doing their best. Everyone is yes. trying to do their best at that they time. Really are. And our best are. can change moment to moment, depending on what's going mm-hmm. on with, inside of us. And that's okay. But as long as we're doing our best, and I truly believe everyone one is trying their best, is doing their best, has done their best mm-hmm. in the past. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's trying to just, again, like I mentioned earlier, just seeing the situation and leaving out the narrative, leaving out the judgment, just allowing it to be. It's, mm-hmm. it's huge in helping us and actually vitally important in the awakening process to just mm-hmm. allow the isness of things and to move through them as best you can. And grow and rise from them. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Well, Karen, I love this conversation Such a we pleasure. had. I thought it was awesome. How can anyone get in touch with you? I loved it too. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Um, it was a pleasure to join you and have these Yay. conversations, you know, because sometimes they're not always so expansive and that's totally okay as well but it is lovely to have a beautiful expansive conversation and for anyone who wants to find out more about my work my website is soulpowerlight.com and from there you can find my podcast which is curiosity and consciousness and again on socials instagram i'm most active i am soul power light as well Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Karen. I'm going to let you enjoy your weekend. Likewise. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.